All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Time now for Coming In Hot with Brent Wallace, Bobby Ryan, and Jason York. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Uh, we're a little late getting on the air because uh, Yorkie had to put down his Mai Tai or whatever it is. You're probably sipping on in Florida. <laughs> I'd say, hey, listen, the weather's not great here. It's uh, It's been raining every day. <laughs> I got no complaints. Like, Bob's in an emergency shutdown in Nashville right now. Like... What's four going inches, on over four inches? This place is shut. Like the, <laughs> they're canceling school. They're canceling school for tomorrow. Um, and I'm I, I was just sitting in the back having coffee. Um, and and everybody's all excited here to go out and play with all the kids and everything. And I it's because it's so rare, but at the same time, I'm like, I used to walk out every morning and this was a nice landscape to look at in Ottawa. So <laughs> I was like, this is a beautiful day. <laughs> So why don't you bundle them in the car and just drive them to school? <laughs> so they don't do it like that. Because um, in Canada, right, if you get your kids to school, it's open. It's open. Not here. No, nobody. They shut down Lifetime Fitness. Like the gym is closed. It's, I'm telling you, this place is, it's, I'm going to be the only person on the road and I'm going to be doing 75. Yeah. For no, there's nothing on the ground. It's a state. I, I remember when I was there, when I was playing in Asheville, the same thing happened. It was, it was, it was like a dusting. And they call the state of emergency. Everything shut down. People running around. It's, it's not safe. I just yeah, because they don't they don't have the infrastructure. They can't plow. They can't plow the roads. Nobody's got yeah. snow tires. They they don't have any salt or stuff like that to put down. So people don't. Uh, and and people have no idea how to drive in in those kind of conditions. Like yeah, no, there was thing. last night. I was dropping my kiddos off, and I 
I live on a, I guess in the country road, you want to call it. Somebody was doing 25 miles an hour with their hazards on and there was no snow on the ground. <laughs> so my seven-year-old was like, what is happening? So I just kind of like lightly pull around them on a two-lane road. But it was brutal, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it is. We got pounded here in Ottawa with snow that neither one of you care about, but um, there's 25 <laughs> centimeters that landed on the, the ground. So everything is all back to He's normal. Not, in the I got I got I got to shout out my brother-in-law, Mike. I left and I snowblow my, my, my driveway. So I had to make the phone call. Hey, Mike, is it snowing there right now? <laughs> he goes, okay, I'll go over and do your driveway. Yeah. So I, Mike's getting a bar like Hamus when I get back. Oh, oh. I did. Mike, it's funny you say that. I did. My neighbor showed up or sorry. My neighbor's father showed up. He's got a shovel and he's got a scoop. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, they're in Cuba. And I was like, oh, I'll take care of it for you. He offered me Swiss chalet, but I would definitely have taken Swiss chalet. <laughs> at least, at least, at least upgrade it to St. Hubert. Like, come on. Man. Well, I, I got extra gravy. <laughs> uh, Give me a rotisserie chicken and I'll do the driveway. Uh, <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Uh, welcome to the show. It's nice to see you. Yorkie. Um, I don't know whether um, you're so excited about the Madonna concert. We should probably not wait and just get right to it. How Ooh. was <laughs> oh, how was your some... your big show? Okay. Well, first of all, I explain to our listeners how the world works. Everything's based on a it's based on a give and take system. Like it's it's not currency, it's not money. It's based it's a point system. Sometimes you have to do things that you might not want to do and in this particular case it was going to madonna concert <laughs> i liked madonna 30 years ago maybe she had a couple of good tunes she had a nice little when she went to that uh no nah, i didn't like it. when that little ray of light vogue didn't mind that but anyhow uh it, it was my buddy's it was my buddy's 60th it was a great night we went to harbor 60 a great steakhouse there bob in toronto i, I love that place the big the big high back chairs yeah. uh, so went there and then it's 8 30 we're sitting in the Harbor 60. I'm having a nice glass of wine. I'm so happy. Everyone starts to, you know, how 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 ladies get. Got to be on time, right? Got to be on time. Got to be on time. So, like, they pull me and my three buddies out of there. Right to my mom. I don't want to miss the concert. We waited in our seats for two hours. And finally, we were just getting fed up. So, I threw a tweet out there. I'm like, something like, Madonna, <laughs> you're 65. Get your old ass on the stage. Everyone's waiting for you. Uh, anyway, I got a lot of people got a big chuckle. But I'll tell you what, do you know what the highlight of the night was? When she finally came on, it wasn't really a concert. It was basically just it was basically just a show. It was like a Vegas show of her life. There was music, but I think it was just getting piped in. It was it was neat. But the, the highlight, guys, when I was I, I went out because I had to take various walks during the concert to get out of my seat and just kind of go away for a little bit. So I, I'm out. Uh, I'm out. Uh, I'm out getting a beer and uh, I felt pretty good about myself, guys. Fifty three years old. And uh, you know what? Somebody walked by, liked how I was looking, asked me uh, what I was doing after the show nice. and uh, felt pretty good about myself. You know, it was. Uh, it was a member of the same of the same sex as me, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just nice to know you still got it, eh? Just nice to know I still got it, right? I still got it. And I, and I said to the kind guy, I said, thank you very much. I go, and he's like, ah, oh, you're waiting for your wife, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. I go, but yes, but I, I got to tell you, I, I appreciate the compliment. Like, you just made my night. So I went back. I went back to Laurel, and I said, I, I, 
I try to get picked up out there. Like uh -huh. I still got it. You just got to rub it in, eh? I got options, Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> I got options. It was, it was it was awesome. It was awesome. So highlight of the night for me. So you were wearing the skinny jeans again. Is that what you're telling me? I had the skinnies on. had the nice <laughs> shirt on. I, don't know, I, I still got it, gentlemen. Still got it. <laughs> okay. okay. Did you pick up, did, did you buy a Madonna concert tour t-shirt? That lists uh, all the dates on the back. I uh, I took my uh, 1030 optional on that one. Uh, <laughs> did not take that one. But uh, anyway, listen, 65 years old on stage. She did have the knee brace on, though. She had the knee brace going. You know the sleeve? She had this hidden yeah. sleeve. I'm like, I'm like I got one of those. So I, <laughs> that's when you know. That's when you know. Right? You got to wear the knee brace to go on for your concert. But that was fine. It was like I said, life's all about give and take. Give a little, get you get more back. Hey, eh, Bob, you know how it works. That's it. That's it. Now you're in. Now you're in rainy Florida, getting your getting your take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, Ugh, I, go for a walk. Uh, Let's take care of some business and do some chatter about the Ottawa Senators, who, by the way, they were buoyed by our positivity week and rolled into the weekend to pick up a victory. I, I believe that we deserve a little bit of credit for what transpired. Oh, we're taking credit for that? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I guess it was a good game. <laughs> um, yeah. A, a pillow fight between bottom feeders, but... On the positive side, they won. <laughs> so let's roll into uh, let, let's get the ring. Speaking of rings, spe wait, hold on. Speaking of rings, he's saying size them up. Size them up. Uh, good thing that we have a charm diamond center, uh, friend on board, our good partners. I believe we could get them sized up today if we went over. Uh, 85 locations across oh, the country through charm awesome. and their sister brands. Super knowledgeable. Not sure what to get? Go see the chat, uh, staff at Charm Diamond Centers. They will help you. They will get you sized up with custom ring building delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece Program and an unbeatable pricing policy. Valentine's Day is quickly approaching eh, for any special occasion, really. Charm Diamond Centers is the crown jewel of beautiful pieces of jewelry, including a large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and don't pay until 2025 for their instant in-store financing. For more information, go to CharmDiamondCenters.com. And as always, our show brought to you by our good friends at BEI, Bonisher Excavating, heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sectors. When planning your next project, consider them for your aggregate supply needs, including haulage and floating, hot mix pavework, concrete formwork. Uh, you can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or at 613-432-1120. Uh, BEI, helping to shape Ottawa Valley and free tape, or excuse me, free hockey Fridays if you're part of the team. <laughs> and... Um, it, it, it's snowing here and the whole city shut down. So slow down at construction zones and the snow zones. Out <laughs> <laughs> of boy. Uh, and finally by battlegrounds, axe throwing, no practice needed. Uh, coaches will just show you the ropes. Great for family, couples, corporate groups, kids 12 and up can throw with an accompanying guardian. Uh, looking for the ultimate birthday party, team building event, or just having a fantastic date night with your significant other. Then it's time to visit battle axe throwing uh, book now at battlegrounds.com. Elevate your parties to a whole new level with battle axe throwing. The premier destination for axe-throwing excitement, our expertly crafted venues provide the perfect backdrop for team-building activities and celebrations. Book now, battlegrounds.com, located conveniently, 2615 Lancaster Road in the East End. All right, boys. So now back to the Sins game. Uh, so I just the two of you tell me personally, after a long losing streak of five games or more, 
what is that final feeling like, especially the way they did it with the late goal by Tarasenko? When you come back in the room, tell me what it feels like. Oh, it feels like the weight's lifted, but at the same time, you realize that you're, it was San Jose. Like, they're not to crap on a team that is really bad and in a, in a much different place than Ottawa is right now um, and is fighting for first overall pick and just to stay um, – Away, away from relegation really <laughs> like they're they're that close but you you know what's nice you get to go in the room after the game and with a dramatic finish with Tarasenko scoring with that amount of time left it it it's awesome you get to play your song you get to give out some awards and and player that you like those different things you feel like you're getting back to a, a rhythm um and it doesn't matter who the opponent is to the senators right now it's just a win so um it's a good feeling i hope the boys got you know Saturday night game, go out for some pints and some dinner with the fellows afterwards and have a few laughs and you get a, you get a moment of reprieve from all the stuff that they've been getting the last well, what, month. Well, in fact, it was an afternoon game. Yeah. It gives them a yeah. lot more time out for the evening. So that's you get, well, yeah, you get a nice dinner too, right? Not, not a warm quesadilla or whatever. It's just, it's just a, it's just a nice feeling afternoon matinee game sold out crowd, right? Which I, I, I yep. love the fact that the Sens fans got there and supported them after everything. So um, it's a good night. It was a good night for the guys. I'm sure. They were getting booed by the fans that game. Like when, when they fell behind in that game, Two, two, yeah. two, two, totally like they're both in the same spot right now. I, I still, I still give it to the Sens players for, for their belief in themselves because I hear them talk and they, and they say, we're a good hockey team. We're a good hockey team. You guys are in last place right now. You're in the exact same position that San Jose is. The only difference is San Jose was expected to be right there and you're expected to be a playoff team. I can't even imagine what, what a, what the mood in that room would have been like if they would have lost that game. I got where, where, where do you go from there, Bob? If, if you lose that game, my God, like uh, that, it was a must win. It was an absolute must win. Yeah. Um, shows you a lot though, of which guys, when, when, when the pressure's really on of, I, I man, how about Drake Batherson? Like those, two, those couple of plays, like that, that one he put in the empty net, a little tougher than it looks, but, but the pass to Kachuk, that little cross mm-hmm. pass there. I just, I love how he plays when there's, when there's, it's hard to say there's more, you don't, but there is more on the line in those types of situations, Bob, because there is, there's so much more pressure in that game for the Ottawa Senators versus because the Sharks are playing with house money. Ah, mm-hmm. we're, we're supposed to lose, but I don't know. I like, I, I really like Batherson's game and, and so many people are, are, it's easy to shit on guys like that and trade guys. That's why you don't trade a guy like that. He's uh, the contract, um, and I liked what he did last year when when they when the chips were down. I just there's something there that I really like about the player. It's just in in uh, you know I, I think I think he's just one of those guys because of the contract because of the skill set. You just I wouldn't trade him. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't disagree with you. Know who's very good in that game is Vladimir Tarasenko. Um, yeah, he, he was. And, and you know the big goal aside to to kind of well not to clinch the game to win the game um he just i i know he's he's, he's feeling it right now like he's got, he, and he's obviously on a little bit of a streak but he's um the way he created space and kind of and 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 got himself out of pressure with and without the puck all night long i thought was really good and he's just seeing things very very good at the moment uh so 
he's shaping up to be a nice trade piece for them if that's the route they decide to go, which I think they should, right? Um, for the future, but he's 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 only hurt, helping his stock right now. So I thought he was yeah. very good. I thought he was, yeah. I, and yeah. I hope there was plenty of scouts in the building that said this oh, guy yeah. can still go. It's a perfect, it's a perfect storm. It's a perfect storm right now because he's a guy you have to trade. I know people, ah, we should bring, no, you're not. Hang on. So, you're not bringing I got back. a note for you. I want to get to after, but uh, it's timely that. that you bring up Vladimir Tarasenko. So uh, this show, as we always talk about, proudly delivered by DoorDash. Uh, get everything you need, even at the last minute. Movie theater, popcorn. I went to the movie theaters. The amount of stuff that was being DoorDash delivered was even, it was pizzas. It was everything. It was wild to me. Anyway, oh. I've never, have, have you guys done DoorDash uh, movie theater popcorn? Anyway, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. just open the DoorDash app and enjoy the perfect movie night on your couch if you want. Uh, choose what you want from where you want. With Double Dash on DoorDash, you can enter uh, order from multiple restaurants or stores the same delivery without additional delivery fees so everyone can get what they want when they need. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. Offer subject to change uh, valid in Canada. Uh, terms apply. All right. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, Bob, as you said, he is our hot performer of the day. He's on a three-game point streak. That's his second three-game point streak of the season. Uh, two goals, two assists, four points, six shots in his last three games overall. He does look a little rejuvenated. The one thing I want to bring up is I heard just last week, uh, and I know about the talk about people in the room and whatever, apparently – he is extremely well liked in the dressing room. Oh, yeah. uh, extremely involved, like he is. As an organization, they are thrilled with Vladimir Tarasenko in this organization. Why, so why I don't know you, if that affects him staying or not. Why? Why? Why wouldn't you be? And if, here's the thing: people have to understand about players. You're playing in the NHL. Anybody? This is what always drove me crazy. Anybody that shows up and is not in a good mood making let's see, $5 million, playing hockey. The great thing about Vladdy, too, he's already won a cup. He's got his ring. He's had a great career. I know his job as a veteran guy is to be positive, is to be a leader. He's doing exactly what's expected of him. I know it's easier said than done, but he's not re-signing here next year. <laughs> okay, how do you know that? Now, here's my question. Because... <laughs> uh, I know it seemed the odds are probably he's not, but what if they offer him two years and five million dollars? Okay, you who who are you going to trade this year at the deadline to get back all the assets that the previous regime just gave oh. away? Like you're not. What do you, how you you got to restock the cupboard? Yeah, you have to. You just there's not a lot coming up for the Ottawa Senators, and when you look at this roster. Who are you going to move that's going to help you get better for the future? Because now I always said Ottawa playoffs this year. I thought next year they're going to make a run. Now things have to be delayed a little bit. You set that back a little bit more. Then you do the math, do the age. I, I, it's what are you going to pay him to come back? I'm, I'm just not going to. And I like the player a lot. I, I think he's a, a good player. He's, he's done exactly what's expected of him. But it just doesn't make sense. It, he's not the kind of guy... He's, you need guys that play with pace, play with speed, are hard on their team's D. You've got enough guys that can score on this roster. You do. You need something different. 
don't forget, Pinto's coming back too, who scored 20 goals last year. I, you need guys that just play like a dog on a ball. And like, why do you think Ottawa wasn't last? They're in last because no, have, I understand. But so you're, you're not you're not going to re-sign guys that helped you become a last place team just because you're a good veteran. You're just not. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, and I... Those guys aren't coming back because they don't want to go through this again. And let's right. hope, let's hope that like this, this is not leaving a good taste in guys' mouths that came in for on one year deals with one year left that are trade pieces. And I'm talking about Kubaliks, the guys that are possibly going to get moved for future pieces. Like, unless you throw the same kind of money at them again, they're not, they're not, they don't want to sign back to, to come back into a team that's not very stable. Um, they will be. They'll have a coach and a GM in place. Like, well, they'll have everything in place by then. But who's to say that the players that we thought were going to take major steps this year take major steps? They don't know that either. So it's yeah. it's kind of a hard sell to get guys in here on one year deals um, with the way things are going. If they had seen a team that was fighting and clawing for playoffs, and they said, "Okay, this is a team that's on the rise," it's a much easier decision. But it doesn't feel that way to guys that are in that room and the guys that are around the league looking at going in there this summer. So. Unless they get a coach that can really draw some names in, what's the incentive outside of being able to overpay a little bit? Do you know, right? you know what? Do you know what would be my number one priority right now? I would be trying to sign Pinto long term. You're Cheap. never gonna, you're never gonna get him cheaper. You're never <laughs> gonna get him cheaper. I because I think he's a really good player. I wouldn't be saying, okay, the team's right at the cap right now. They still have to figure out a way to fit Pinto in. So he, no, sure no. They've moved uh, Anton Forsberg, unfortunately, as you saw the injury in yeah, Buffalo, okay. moved to LTIR. So they have at least now until February the 10th. So they got, so they got some wiggle room. So, so they got so, a month. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, just back to Tarasenko for a sec. Like, I'm sorry, but my, my main priority is not to bring in an older winger. I need a right shot D. And that's sure. going to co- cost me what Tarasenko's making this year and probably a little bit more to get a good one. Like that's, 
Yeah. To me, to me, that is oh, we saw it this year. You got you got three lefties that, that have a, all all three of them have a tough time playing on the on the right side. You you gotta have that. Yeah. And the more and and Zub's an, a nice player, but you you just we everybody in the city, anybody that watches the Ottawa Senators knows that's what they need. They need a right shot D. They're they not needed signing. one last year and they got Jacob Chikrin. No, they, they needed one last year. <laughs> they, they, yeah, but they needed the need, frustrating part. And they needed one too. And Dorian went and signed Tarasenko. And the year before they needed one in the summer and he went and signed to brink yeah. it. Like, yeah. like yeah. don't I, quit signing wingers. Like I drastic <laughs> I, I think this team drastically is a is a different team based on that one type of player that they needed to get and didn't get. I don't disagree with that at all. I'm not even going to touch on it because I, I don't disagree. I think you're completely, yeah. completely right. Yeah. Completely and then also, correct. too, the longer this goes on, too, like you look at the center ice position, and I and and when Ridley Gregg, a, a rookie, is your most effective, hard-to-play-against centerman, <laughs> there's a problem. I just high-voiced you guys there, by the way. There's a problem <laughs> well, with that. <laughs> you didn't give Rourke. <laughs> You didn't give Rourke enough attention. Oh, we haven't even got to the Rourke dog. <laughs> are, we, are we going there? Are we going there? Well, like we, just hang on. By the way, Ridley we'll Gregg, it. under Jacques Martin, uh, has the best plus minus. I think he's plus four. Oh, uh, he's been good, man. He's, he's been very good. He's so, a very, okay, very, hold on very then. good piece. Did he make Shane Pinto expendable? No. Or, no. now, let's get something straight. Him and Josh Norris are not the same player by any stretch of the imagination. But did he make a case to be with Pinto and Greg a number two, number three center that maybe Josh Norris is a piece that you get a right shot D for? Or am I to just a degree? I, I, I'm still very interested in Greg's upside offensively. So if you're going to slot him in the top six, I don't know that he can produce top six numbers all the time. But I, sure. but he's got way more flair than I thought he did originally. Like I, I. I like the way he plays the game hard. I always thought he'd be a perfect third line guy, but he's got way more upside than that after watching him for however many games it's been this year. Um, is top six center a stretch? Possibly. It, it's it's very, very hard to determine exactly what he is, but I would be very comfortable if that was your one, two, and three, right? Stutzla, Greg, and Pinto. Because Pinto. Pinto, okay. Pinto gives you some offense too, right? So it's not well, a 20 goal scorer. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. here's Ridley Gregg. Uh, he's played 28 games this year, by the way, for the Sens. Four goals, 14 points. In Belleville, uh, 15 goals in 39 games. Uh, right. And then in Brandon, his last two years, sorry, two of his last three years, he's a 26 goal scorer. Uh, 60, 60 plus points. Like, right. And I understand junior is different than National Hockey League. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying perhaps he does have some offensive upside that we just haven't seen because he's played 28 games um, this year with Ottawa. Yeah, I certainly think he has it. I just don't know if it's sustainable all the time. Like, right. is he going to be a guy that we slot in in our top six and then get mad at for not performing in the top six when yeah. really that's his highest ceiling and it might not be a full-time ceiling. Like he can put those numbers right. up for a minute and then he's going to come back down to where he should be. Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot to ask. Um but if you're telling me I'm going to save five million on that because he makes Josh Norris expendable to get a right hand deep, then I'm very comfortable with it. I like. I we said this before. I think I, I'd like to see Norris on the wing when, when everyone's healthy. I just mm -hmm. I love that. I love that shot. I love that one timer. 
He can still mm-hmm. take face-offs when you need it. Giroud does it all the time because Norris yeah. is good on draws. Yeah. Um, and and to my point earlier, you, you take it the goal scoring. Well, not that he's scoring a ton of goals, but that's what he is, Tarasenko. You, you're getting more of a goal scorer uh, and a younger guy in in uh, in Norris. Like, Norris is a better goal scorer than Tarasenko. Yeah. It's not even, clo- it's not even close. Like everybody, when we brought Nor- when we brought Tarasenko, and it's like forty goal scorer Vladimir Tarasenko. No, he's not a forty goal. He was a forty goal scorer. Right, a thirty five goal scorer right now is Josh Norris. So he he would be the guy to me. Like right now, he is a center that's playing wing, the way he plays. Like he's he finds he finds soft spots in the slot. He knows how to disappear and reappear. He he's a shooter, man. Like that, yeah. I, I would lo- I would love to see how that works. But to your point, Wally, yes, I do, I do think he could get you something in return. Um, but I'd I'd like to see everybody when they're back playing, and I'd like to see I'd like to see Stutzla, I'd like to see Greg, and I'd like to see Pinto, and I'd like to see an addition of Josh Norris on the wing and see how it goes. Yeah, I like that. It'll be interesting because I, I I haven't seen it, and I may have missed it. A timeline for Josh Norris to return. I don't know what that's going to be. Yeah. Uh, that what's, was a, what, what, tough. Do we have what, what? in Calgary? No, I, I saw. What's the diagnosis? I haven't heard. I don't yeah, know I if didn't. they gave out one or not. No, they were kind of lucky because they went right into a game day when his first day missed, and then it was we're getting ready for the next one, and now it's Sunday. So or Sunday's yeah. probably a day off yesterday. I don't. I didn't know. Yes. But um, no, I would expect we hear something if next couple hours to. Some kind of update, uh, right? Yeah, there should be. Or they'll be like, well, we're going to do some more tests, uh, <laughs> which is always good. Uh, <laughs> also, I think we should point out there was some, like there was a lot of good stuff. I Well, you guys tell me. I thought there was a lot of good stuff that happened in the San Jose game, right? Tim Stutzler, uh, Artem Zub, seven shots on goal. He was a yeah. plus three. Uh, Thomas Shabbat, uh, his first four, uh, his first goal of the season. Um, Great Zub, three assists was a career high. Like, Rourke Chartier returns 1445. Like that was his first game under Jacques Martin. And if you saw the ice times before that, I think his last five games under DJ, he played like five minutes. Um, So he is a Jacques Martin type guy. I think he looked really, really good. Um, Shane Pinto, he's back skating. He's going to join the team in three games. It's a tough week coming up though, by the way, for the Ottawa senators. We'll get to that later. Um, Which leads me to, to my Wendy's. Did you know fact of the day? Uh, brought to you by Wendy's and the Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool. SOG, GAA, PPG. They can make or break your week, but don't overlook BPMM, Wendy's Bacon Portobello Mushroom Melt. Sure, it may not help you win weekly prizes with Wendy's and the Daily Face-Off Fantasy, but unlike your prediction, it never disappoints. So try your luck. Don't push it because the Bacon Portobello Mushroom Melt is back and only for a limited time. And if you miss it, you won't get a second chance. So sign up for Daily Face-Off today. Wendy's sponsored by uh, the Wendy's app. So download the Wendy's app, go to daily face off survivor, dailyfaceoff.com and click on the survivor uh, pool in the corner. Uh, Wendy's we keep it fresh. All right. So did you know uh, Tim Stutzler picked up a career high four assists on in Saturday's win over San Jose. It was the second four point game of the season for Stutzler sixth of his career. Stutzler now has more four point games at 22, a 22 years or younger in franchise history. Um, he's now, I think Sixth all time for the Sens in four point games. Daniel Alfredson holds a record for most four point games in franchise history with 14. By the way, Sidney Crosby at 22 or younger had a ridiculous number of four point games. It was, I think, I gotta double check. I thought was it, it was 12 or 14, 18. wasn't it? I thought it was a pretty good 
gap. Uh, 18, sorry. On, yeah. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, sorry, had 81 four-point <laughs> games, uh, 22 years or younger. And then the next on the list is Mario Lemieux <laughs> at 28. Wow. wow. Like, yeah. Those numbers are just ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so anyway, good for Tim. So I, I know that that's got to be huge for him. I, I understand perhaps they're not goals if you're trying to score 30 in a season, but a four point outing, a win, especially when you haven't felt great. Like that's good. He said after the game, he gave a quote uh, after the game and it was in the Ottawa sun. Uh, Gavin, I don't know if you have it handy. Oh, there it is. Uh, I've been struggling a lot. It's tough when you've been struggling to keep your confidence up. I believe in myself. I think I'm a really good player. Uh, Saturday, uh, I wanted to puck more. I tried to get that swagger back. Yeah, uh, that's huge for him. I think that game. A hundred percent. When you feel like you're not, when you feel like you're not doing like, and things aren't adding up correctly, and you're just not getting on top of it. When and we can all say it. I think it's been discussed that he hasn't been himself. But when you're not yourself, you start to get to this point of. Um, blaming bounces and blame like you just feel like you're on the wrong side of the puck and the other night i thought he held the puck incredibly well throughout the game obviously a four-point night but he just made good decisions all night um he got some help on him a couple of them were secondary assist which doesn't take away from what he was doing obviously but you you hear your name coming over when you're credited with an assist and you just it just kind of starts this mental snowball of I'm back. I got this. I got some swagger. So I, I really hope it continues and carries into something for him. Uh, and he gets himself on a little bit of a run here. Cause it's, you know, he's, he's been through it the last couple of weeks, month, same month. I yeah. just call it yeah. even he's been through it. So it's I, nice to see. I hope he comes out of it. Cause it, you don't want to be bogged down at 21 years old with it. I would like to point out, cause I totally forgot. And I thank you. It's his birthday today. Yeah. And I meant 22? to make it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he's, He's just 22 today. So so he still has half a season left, um, or he's got more to before 22, but half a season even just to get another four-point – I know that sounds dumb – another four-point game uh, and continue to build on that. I I don't know that we appreciate offensively. I know we dump mm. on him defensively all the time, but offensively he's just a completely gifted player. you gotta, you got to put everything into perspective when you're talking about it because he is a – he's a kid. Like I, I have yes. two boys, at, I have two boys at home that are the same age, and I'm, they just think at things differently versus an older guy or an older player, a man. Like he's still a boy. He just turned 22 today, and just go back and what's happened this year. Coach is fired. Uh, he just had a, a, a 90 plus point season last year under that coach. He's going to take some of that blame on himself, and th- and then you, and then you start analyzing yourself as a player. What did I do to help do? Like I should have been better. You carry that, and then you get the new coach. Things aren't going well. It's pretty easy for self doubt to creep into your game, eh, Bob? Like people yeah. would be sh- people would be shocked, shocked how fragile some guys' mental psyche is about themselves. And take into account, like these guys are young; they're kids, and it, expectations, money. Yes, but but at the end of the day, he hasn't dealt with something like this before, probably in his lifetime, where all this bad stuff has happened to him. Up until this point, Stutzler's lived a very charmed life. <laughs> like I'll tell you, when he was playing hockey in Germany, mm-hmm. <laughs> growing up, high draft pick, success comes right away. You just think this is you think it's automatic, right? All of a sudden, some adversity now. How you handle it? How are you gonna? 
How are you going to bounce back from it? Coach is fired. Coach loved you. Totally different guy now. Jacques Martin is quiet. What's Jacques thinking about me? Shit, man. Does he even like me now as a player? Like there's mm -hmm. so much, yeah. there's so much yeah. shit going on through your head. And then you got to go out and play. And it's, uh, it's, I don't want to make excuses for, for players, but that's what guys think about. And, yeah, and oh, yeah. you, you, you got to quiet the voices when you're on the ice because, you know, you see some of these movies. A perfect example, Bull Durham. Remember, Kevin Costner's up up to bat. It's like, all right, see it, see it. He's get 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 her, get Susan Stranded out of my head right now. Get her out of my head right now. What am I thinking about her? <laughs> but this, but this is the stuff that goes on. And and I'll tell you, he he will be a better player down the road for having to go through some adversity early on in his career. It, it's to me, it's a good thing. It'll make him stronger. It's like getting hurt breaking a ball and comes back stronger. This will help him. This will help him, I think, in the future. But it's, uh, like I said, that's pretty, it's a good tie in there, Wally, that today is his birthday. Yeah. It kind of puts things into perspective. This, this guy's just still a kid. Yeah. Do you, okay. But uh, there are lots of start, the rumors are now starting, I guess, if you will, about trades and shaking things up and mixing things up. And we'll get to some of the rumors, but not trade. Is it? I, I, thanks, tips. <laughs> Does it have an effect on guys like him who are signed long-term, whatever, just wondering who's going to be there perhaps next as his winger or is somebody getting moved out? Like to the guys who are somewhat secure, Brady, Stutzla, I'll say Sanderson. Does it have an impact on those guys? At what point is I'm saying, does this creep into the room and be a bit of a distraction? You what's the date today? The 14th. You got another month before it's really into the room. Um, okay. I would say it, actually at least probably because the deadline is usually the first week of March, correct? March 8th. March 8th. So yeah, you got another month before guys are really starting to worry about, I guess what, like, and I obviously having social media, it's amazing that you can just go in and type it in and guys are sitting there going, this is the trade we should make. And you're just like yeah. astronomically <laughs> stupid trades um, <laughs> because, but then people start talking about it and then all of a sudden it becomes a thing and you're like, no, yes. we're not we're not trading for an all-star person. <laughs> like it's just, it's just insanity sometimes, but the, it, it won't affect him in, in the sense that he's going to be worrying about who, like who's going out. They, Tim always knows that he's going to be surrounded by the most comfortable players. He's comfortable with yeah. the guys he's most comfortable with. He knows that as the number one center, if anything, he might be getting something that is a stop gap for the year. And then they go out and sign someone. So he's, he, Guys like him and the offensive guys aren't overly worried about it by any means. Um, I think the core has to think about poss the possibility of somebody going from their group that's making five plus. Mm -hmm. That's that that's a real threat, but I don't think they're. It's not in the back of their minds right now. Yeah, it's still it's still it's still a ways off. Um, and it's I don't know. I look at a guy like 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 Brady potentially. I, I think it would probably have a little more effect on him you look at some of the relationships like he like the relationship he has with norris and guys like that and we'll start talking about it but i think i think until it's like a couple of weeks out guys it's guys aren't really going to be having it on the radar right now well it but it's coming up now more and more because yeah basically i think because steve Steos has kind of hinted that something's got to change or yeah i mean they can't keep losing games right so frank saravalli is now saying jacob chikrin is being discussed i think teams are calling steos isn't saying no um thomas shabbat's in that list basically because of his contract and how his no move clause kicks in elliot friedman has uh, matthew joseph perhaps interest in winnipeg 
Um, is there a goaltending move that could possibly happen? I, what about Tarasenko? Um, I just think that starts to, it's turned, it's turned up now because the way the team has struggled. And since you're so far down, you have a new owner, right? There's just, I think there's going to be trades happening earlier than later for the Ottawa senators. Here's the only way it really affects the room. If the guys that are being discussed, make it about them in the room. If the guys that are being discussed are professional and come to the rank and don't speak on it, other than when the media asks questions, you have to, yeah. but you don't whisper to guys, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? You don't whisper to the next guy. I, I mean, I was through it when we saw some of the most ridiculous trades in history the year after we made a really good run. Um, <laughs> and it was, that was hard not to because our team that just was a goal away from the Stanley cup finals was going to look so different. And this were the guys that we really felt like we wanted to keep together and it wasn't going to be feasible. It just wasn't going to happen. And there was no blocking that outside noise because every single player was in, in the room or so like you couldn't not, the guy next to you be like, did you hear where you're going? Yeah. I heard where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. And then it, yeah, I've so this is not that if the players that don't, if the players whose names are being mentioned, don't make it about them and keep it to themselves and keep it between their agent and the questions from the media. It's not a problem, but we had no way of doing that because it was everywhere. <laughs> well, so you, like I was traveling just because in case Eric Carlson got traded or stoner or Zach or Duchesne of, of like, of all the big names or anybody you mm -hmm. tell me, was there one guy in there that was the most distracting of them all? Was it Carl because of who he was? No, because Carl didn't, Carl never spoke about anything to the guys. Um, he just went about his day. He was, he, and like, you always got a sense. He knew that he knew exactly where he stood and what was happening, but he would never bring it about himself in there. Like he, he was good about that. And it was more so for the fact that I think he just didn't want anybody saying anything to anybody else and it becoming, um, he wanted to have the leverage that he felt like he had, I guess is what I'm saying. I wouldn't say I, I, and it not again, not about the player, but the stone one that we saw coming, um, was a little distracting pager getting traded on the road when we went to the Islanders, like we're getting ready for a game and that's happening. Cause somebody else got traded that day as well. I can't remember. Um, and I remember going to pager's room in Columbus and talking to him and saying goodbye and whatnot. Like those, those ones are distracting when you're on the road a little bit, but um, no, no, those, we had a really, really professional group of players that held it pretty close to, to the chest um, during, during that, shit show of a year <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit a big thing is too it, it like depending where your team is at like around as the trade line deadline comes up like if you're a good team it's not a distraction it's like oh who are we getting who who, who are we yeah. gonna get right who are we getting right now that's gonna make us better because we got a chance to win right now and then if you're a team that's that's not doing well it's like it's expected so and the other thing too is like once once you're at the rink and the puck drops you're like oh, damn it can't play tonight i'm so sick of hearing about these trade deadlines man i'm not gonna play like guys are way doesn't bug guys once once it's game time like after the game when the reporters come in and are talking yeah sure it's a little bit annoying but it's not really it's not really affecting how i play at least i didn't bob like i'm, I'm not yeah. that mentally fragile <laughs> no once you i mean once you put the gear on and you get out there everything turns off for the most well part. yorkie i'm trying to remember would would you have still been around when Chris Phillips every year was rumored to be traded? Um, 
No, I was gone, but I was around. I remember yeah. Philly, the, the Boston rumors and that. But when you, but at that point in Philly's career, he's an older guy, and, and it's it's not really. It's just noise outside. Like you're, you've dealt with pressure your whole life. If if, if you can't handle a little bit of talk and, and that kind of stuff, then you shouldn't be in the league. Fair enough. You wouldn't be. Uh, you wouldn't be in the league. You wouldn't. Yeah, it just wouldn't. You wouldn't uh, be in inter- the league. Interesting to point out, by the way. Uh, so with the Pajot trade. The Sens did acquire Ridley Gregg. Oh. They later flipped the second uh, round pick uh, to the Leafs and ended up getting Tyler Clevin. So um, not a bad deal necessarily for the Pajot move. No, oh, two man. good players. Well, one one good player and somebody coming up to in return. But yeah, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> that's a great. Was, that's a great. That's a great uh, look back there. Well, so to the point. Who knows if, if when you flip Tarasenko, if he keeps playing well like that, a team that really needs someone like that, look, look, look who it could eventually be, right? That's why that's why you make moves like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I want to discuss, goaltending, as we uh, now know that Anton Forsberg, which I feel horrible just to see him limp off the ice. Uh, they're calling it a groin injury, LTIR, which means out for the next 10 games minimum. Jonas Corpusalo, uh he had another like his San Jose game. He was seven, seven, eight in save percentage, like fourteen saves on eighteen shots. Um, so when he has a save percentage above nine hundred this year, the Suns are seven and two. When he's below nine hundred, they're one and twelve. Yeesh. That's I think so every team would be one and twelve. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at some point, you've got to make a stop. Do you? Like, I know it's not all goaltending. Like, there are some games. Or there's two goals in that San Jose game where I think I forget who called them the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, <laughs> but it looked like San Jose was just toying with Ottawa defensively. Yeah. And so I understand that it's not always on the goaltending, but it's yeah. consistently below 900. It, um, I, I don't know. It's. Here, here's the point. I'd be much, I mean, I'd be much more worried about it if they were in any kind of position to, to make the playoffs and it, and it mattered. But at this point, it's like, let's just continue to work on the defensive structure and, and be, try to help them out. Okay. Okay. Be, you I, said, listen, well, I'd be worried if he was, I'd be worried if he was on a five year deal or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that would oh, never shit. happen. That would never happen. So, uh, Bobby made me lose my train of thought about, um, goaltending and trying to make saves. Uh, yes, about Jacques Martin. You said it's going to take 20 games. They're now at 11, I believe it is, under Jacques. And people are upset because it looks like the team has taken a step backwards. All the metrics suggest that this team has regressed even more under Jacques. Can either one of you bring me some positives here of what's transpiring on the ice that we're seeing anything look better? That, and they haven't had much practice time. Like they're going to get a practice here. I think they may have had three practices with Jacques so far. Yeah, they really haven't had a time to kind of practice the or implement. Implement's not the right word because they've had a lot of games, but um, it's just hard to, I guess, install would be the right word. What what you're preaching, like Jacques and Alfie can can say we're going to be we're going to be below the puck more. We're going to do this more, but until you run the routes on the ice through practice numerous times, not just three, right. And you get three solid practice. It's just not enough. So, um, 
to answer your question, can I give you anything that I think they've been better at? Um, not entirely. No. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I would say puck management, though, has been <laughs> has been better. They're chipping yeah. the space a little more. They're not making the egregious turnovers at the blue line, aside from you know some of the ones that Timmy's had. Where, but he's been trying to force the issue offensively. Um, no, I, I I think that that would be the positive that I could be that you're seeing guys chip the puck to space a little more. I'll give and you a that, couple. And that's po- a big jock thing, right? I'll I'll give yeah. you a couple positives player wise. Batherson's played his best hockey under Jock. Ridley Gregg. I think is getting really valuable experience right now. That's going to help him uh, for his career. Like with, 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 because of the circumstances with Norris now out, Pinto's not back. He's get he's getting so many valuable minutes and he's learning. So because Jacques and his way of, of coaching and teaching the game, he's got his hands on Greg right now and he's drilling into his head how to become a good 200 foot player. So that that's a real positive. Because when you when, when you get a player that already has has been taught a lot of how to play the game, it's it's tough to change. So I, I like that Greg's kind of like a nice little piece of clay right now, and it's good. So that that would be my number one. Bob, you hit on that a little bit earlier, but I just think as a team, when they were winning games under DJ, and they weren't they weren't a playoff team, but they 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 would win because they were really loose. They were really good at creating offense, and when you're loose, your power play is usually pretty good too. And they just, they had mojo. They had a lot of belief in themselves. Because I said this earlier, I I think DJ is one of the best motivators. He makes you feel really good. And that's a good thing. But the team just wasn't good defensively. And that's why they weren't a playoff team. And now you're trying to make a bunch of guys that make plays. Um, Who said it the other day? I I think it was Tarasenko talking about, we're just getting pucks to the net now. And we're not worried about fancy plays. Right. That's... It's just this team right now, the way it's constructed needs change because they're not, they're not built properly to win <laughs> consistently. They're just not, they're not. And um, they, they need change, but Greg will be part of that change. Uh, when Pinto gets back and he starts getting reps, getting experience, uh, it'll help. It's just for me, it's now the process has just been, it's been delayed a few years. So, which is what everybody wants to hear on Monday morning. So, um, <laughs> let me. Okay, so defense. There's two things that I think have changed slightly. Uh, one is, I think that there's a little more accountability um, because I think Jacques just yeah. demands it, and so does Alfie. I, I I don't know how much it's translated into the way they play. I just think there is a lot more accountability. Two. I do think defensively, or at least neutral zone defensively, they're a little bit better or tighter. You do. Uh, but around their own net, they all seem just to watch the puck, which I don't understand because that's not coaching. So, well, like, so, okay, before you – I'm going to touch on two parts of that. Number perfect. one, accountability. Offensive players get a longer leash, but if the, if you're if we're preaching accountability, Tim Stutzel's in my room this morning saying you're – lucky you had four points because this back check on the Vlasic goal is egregious. Yeah. Egregious. Um, and then the other point you made is they stand around at the net. I just looked at the goals again because I had obviously watched uh, most of the game. Corpusalo to me, at a three-on-one with a with a backdoor tap-in, Mark Vlasic beat guys up the ice. 
good player. <laughs> Shouldn't happen. Um, That's the JBD goal, I think. JBD is the one defenseman he, back. Yeah, yeah, where Chikrin turned it over the blue line, and then um, I think it was Chikrin. I, I don't know. But anyway, Vlasic beats everybody up the ice. Kevin LeBanc's goal was a wide open cage that they passed through the they've passed through the slot three times. And one, yes, Duclair declares was a bomb. You can make a case that you have to save that, but I don't know if you, I mean, that's a shot. Like that's, that's going in on most goalies. And then there's a Dina goal um, is a one-timer from seven feet out or 15 feet out. Sorry. So, uh, but the, it was a seven foot pass. Mm. Can you make that save? Maybe, but I think he got screened by his own guy that was standing in front of him. So I do agree. There's standing is there. Yeah. You're just, you're compressing so much that you're giving up these one-timers on the outside and you're not good at blocking shots as a unit. So I don't, I don't know if I, I mean, I definitely don't disagree with you. They stand, I don't know what's being preached there. Yeah. Is, is it togetherness? I'll, I'll, and he, he, you know how some coaches are like, we want that five feet blanket and you know, like, go home. We'll do it. Yep. <laughs> but okay. So, but, then, so a couple of things. So Wally, you said earlier about, yeah. about the neutral zone. I yeah. think they're horrendous in the neutral zone right now. Like I and and you 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 made this point earlier. They haven't had any practice time. So you can watch it on video, but until you get on the ice and you you basically you do the drill or you throw the puck in and you practice your neutral zone forecheck. Do you guys remember that? I know I'm going back a couple games here. The Calgary game. They were so bad in the middle of the ice in that game. I, I just see a lot of guys standing still, confused on what to do in the neutral zone. And they're giving guys, it's like a free pass, Bob. When you and you're kind of like, you're in the neutral zone, the team's coming at you, you take a horrible angle and mm -hmm. and, and you just let your guy go right by you because yep. you're like, shit. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like a, a four on four is turned into a three on two. It was the one, it was the one, it didn't turn into a goal, but it was, it was, it was Kubalik and it was Brady Kachuk in the neutral zone of the Calgary game. And they both were just standing there. Calgary went right by them. I'm like, what the hell is going on? But that's but practice time. That's practice time, because you haven't, they haven't had any time to practice, and go over things like that. You can watch it on video, but it's it it is it, that is a difficult thing to change your neutral zone forecheck. You need to do it over time, and it, it does take a little bit of time. But they look confused, and they look like a team right now because they've lost so much. They're playing like a team that's trying not to lose, versus trying to win. And when you yeah. play not to lose, that's how you look. You back off, you, you keep guys back, you stand still, and you let teams just come at you. And I know they, they didn't have a lot of shots, but those other games, the teams just came at them in waves, and it's like all of a sudden there's chance after chance. But it's that's that's the difference. Craig Ramsey, who I had as a coach, one of the best assistant coaches ever, loved that, loved that phrase. You can't play in the NHL playing not to lose because you're just yeah. – it's. You, you, it's just a horrible mindset to be in, but I just find when you start losing the sense of you fall back to that because you're, you're not confident like a Stutzler, for example, that's how he was playing. He was playing unsure of himself, not confident playing, not to lose. And when you do that, you're not gonna play very well. Completely agree. Is it because they don't play a North South game? They do play a little too east west. I mean, for me, but um, but that's gonna that's gonna change when when Jock has practice time, right? That's just so not so enough. So then, can you settle down and calm the waters a bit? Because 
obviously fans are like, well, what are we done here? We need a new coach. We need to bring him in now. I don't think they're going to have a new coach till the beginning or the summer or yeah. like next season. I don't think there's a change coming because I think whoever they want is still under contract for this year. So can we calm the waters a bit that Jacques will make positive change and we will see a bit of a turnaround now? But that being said, fans are now at the point, you know, the number one overall pick's not a bad idea. Either. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the sentence. They're going to find a way to finish dead last Fourth. and lose the lottery. <laughs> yeah. uh, just out of the playoffs. Um. But I do, yeah, I agree. You can certainly calm those waters, Wally. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, I, I agree that whoever is coming in is under contract. Um, and we're not seeing anything till summer. You don't think, you know, you know, so Bruby's got one year, one year left. He's, he's, uh, but they could, right. he could, he could come now. They just, they wouldn't have to pay him. I don't believe Craig Berube is their answer. Yeah, I don't think he's chomping at the bit to get up here either. If, if do you not think if there was a coach available right now that they wanted that they would be hired? No. So whoever it is is under contract. Uh, I, I, I so then why are you risking Craig Berube to be hired by somebody else? No, 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 no. So I'm not. I'm not saying they're going to do it now. I don't think they are either. I just, I just pose the question. I don't think they're going to do something right now just because they were preaching that word stability, right? So you let DJ go, you bring Jacques in, all of a sudden you bring another guy in. It's just, again, you're, but then you nope. see the fans, you see what the fans are thinking. Well, we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep losing. We want to finish off this way. And then there's just, there's so many different ways you can look at it. And the one you brought up, maybe it's not a bad thing getting that chance at a top three, potentially first overall pick when in the grand scheme of things. Right. So I don't know. They just, at the end of the day, end of the day, the reason DJ got fired this quickly is because they didn't want him coming back after that road trip, and it would have been unbearable, yeah, unbearable, unbearable in that in in the CTC for the the amount of booing that would have happened. Like I, I thought they were going to wait a little longer, but they did, and that's the reason they did it so quick. They I, they didn't want to have that. I'm just saying, Yorkie, they're not wait. They already labeled Jacques interim head coach, meaning everybody knows it's only for a short time. So yeah. if there was a coach available right now, he would be with the Ottawa Senators. There's no doubt in my mind. So mm -hmm. whoever it is, they have their eye on somebody, and he's coming in this summer. I I, I, I do agree I, with that. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So we just you're right for you're right for once. <laughs> so we just need to be patient for half a season. God, that's a that's long it. Run. We've well we've done it for five. So what's one more? <laughs> well, that's take, the, it. take listen take take the pick take the high pick. Add to the group, but but that's a then lot of then then in a couple of years you're gonna have a guy on an entry level contract that's gonna be a stud hopefully, <laughs> and you need those guys. Okay, Cap fair. Part. Oh my god! But for the fans who just want to see, and I understand you could be in Buffalo or you could be San Jose, <sighs> like Buffalo has been twelve years, whatever. They just want to see some positive traction, and it just hasn't happened this year. Oh, top, I, I don't blame them. First overall <laughs> pick would be pretty positive. <laughs> Yeah. Right. But the amount of pain you have to get through in the weeks uh, left of let's it is see, what it is. February, it, March, April. It's like 15 weeks or so here we got to get through. I'll I just tell the fans the next time the boys are getting whacked to sit back and just go, oh, we could roll Stutzla and Celebrini one, two. 
<laughs> so, we need to right? we need to celebrate for Celebrini drink or something. Listen, you've yeah. been, you've been, you've, they were giving out first round picks like they were hotcakes forever. You got to get you. You need one of those high picks back. Yep. I understand. Yep. What I did understand. they give away? What did they give away for the cat? Seventh. Everything. There you they go. Seventh, right? There you go. Got him. Got him. Need him. Here you go. First rounders for everybody. Deal them out. But they flipped the cat at the Kubalik and. <laughs> so and you're getting uh, the late for and you're getting the late late first rounder back i, I think yeah yeah <laughs> well unless we got to give away one in the next three years don't forget um got all right we got some, <laughs> there's, a, there's a few issues that still have to be resolved but we'll <laughs> we'll work our way through it uh gentlemen uh thanks for stopping by um uh, and yorkie i'm glad to see you've made it through your madonna uh concert okay did you get tickets for the next show she's probably not going to be alive <laughs> <laughs> why did i, I should have just ended the show <laughs> she's 65 wally come on now we're, we're taking shots of madonna on this program yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right everybody uh thanks for watching we appreciate it don't forget to like and subscribe if you haven't already uh, take care we'll see you tomorrow 9 a.m you stay close hey guys <laughs> 